Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Client Experience Revolution. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez, and I have the very dear Sarah Kapler with me here today. And we are going to talk about when technology and customer service have a baby, or rather, CRM, Customer Relationship Management Systems. So Sarah, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So first of all, thank you so much for the invitation and for the laugh. I have never heard CRM described that way, but it's actually quite fitting. So (laughs) I'm a local to the Seattle area and I run an implementation, software implementation agency. I have a background from big business. So I used to work in global IT departments, rolling out big systems to tens of thousands of people globally. I grew up in Switzerland, so my career was over there for the first part. And now I work with small businesses and I help them implement software. So CRM is near and dear to my heart. I'm so excited that we're talking about it. And it is absolutely essential to a good you know, customer experience. So I'm glad you're delving into this. Oh yeah, absolutely. With my business consulting clients, it's one of the very first questions that I ask them is, how are you keeping track of all the people you interact with? And yeah. I'll either get a very quick response with their CRM or I'll get the deer in the headlights look or I'll get something like, oh, I use Excel, you know. So I really wanted to dive into this because I think this really is the intersection of where this next level of service and next level of taking care of your clients comes into play when you are able to match it with something that works for your personality and your needs technology wise and makes it easier for you. And that's like the ticket where sometimes I think we get lost and it can make it harder for you. But or at least that's the perception. You know, I think that a lot of people can think it harder, but it actually should make it easier. But I'm obviously a big lover of CRM and I've tried, oh, just a few, just a couple. But Sarah, tell me a little bit about some of the things that you come across when people are starting up or when they're up leveling and, you know, when they come across in your path and then how you help them with your service. Yeah, absolutely. So I also get the deer in the headlights a lot when I first start talking about CRM with clients. It's one of these systems that a lot of people don't really know about or they don't really think it applies to them. And maybe they're using Excel or maybe they have, I don't know, access to their PayPal and they think that's a CRM, right? So, you know, the first thing that I help clients with is, you know, what is a CRM and how it can really help their business. It's about having a centralized repository of all of your clients and your leads and your contacts. And it's about being able to systematically follow up with them, deliver a nice, you know, customer experience and just, you know, use that as a business asset, right? Because I think as businesses grow, maybe in the first year, they don't need one, but as they grow, they take on team members, they have, you know, repeat business opportunities it starts to get too much for someone to manage in their head and they start dropping balls, right? Oh, I didn't follow up with so-and-so and and I should have, right? And I think that when they reach that stage of, you know, it's not going to work in your journal anymore or in your email Mm -hmm. or something like that, it starts to get really interesting to look at these systems. So I help clients make the right match with what system would be you know, good for them. I totally agree with what you're saying about it being easy. It is such a jungle out there. There's 642 CRMs on the market. And one common misconception is that they're all equal. <laughs> they're not. Some will be easy. Some will not be. Some will integrate with your tools. Some will not. And it really is about making that right choice because the goal is 
that it's easy for them. It really adds value to them in their day-to-day management. And it gives them the visibility, yes, but it also is something that they don't hate logging into, right? Because if that's the case, yeah, exactly. it's not, not going to get used and then it won't be insightful. So, so making a match or sometimes helping them move from a bad match to a good match, you know, and helping them with the migration. And then of course, helping with the setup and the training. So that's a big factor in implementation. People think, oh, okay, a new tool. I'm just going to throw it to my team and we'll figure it out. <laughs> Like that doesn't usually work out so well, right? Usually a little bit of upstream thinking about what you really need to be capturing in terms of information and what you really need to be telling every staff to fill out, you know, or to keep up to date and simplifying that part of the process is just going to go such a long way to make these systems usable and insightful. Well, and I think there's some confusion too, and we've talked about this where, I mean, because I've been on the quest for the perfect CRM for me and I don't Mm -hmm. know that, I mean, I'm, like nigh perfect at this point because the CRM that we work with is Dubsado, which I really, really love. But there's things about it. There's things about every CRM where you don't love every segment of it. But I think there's confusion between what you use for communication what you use for client communication. So like communication internally as a team, what you use for client communication via, you know, like how you track what it is that you're saying to them, how you track phone calls and interactions, billing, all of those things, Mm -hmm. and then project management. Mm -hmm. And so there are different CRMs that do some or all of those components and not all of them are created equal. But would you share your opinion on free CRMs? I would love the audience to hear that. Sure, absolutely. You're right. There's different feature sets and flavors of CRM. And and in terms of free CRMs, so I really like the HubSpot free CRM for people just starting out. It has an email sync. So it'll hook up to your email, to your team's email, you know, anyone can log in and see what has been communicated to a client or a potential client, you know, from like that 360 view. It also has some pretty cool features like web tracking, you know, tracking web visits, and it can do really simple email marketing. So like newsletters, it's not perfect. You know, there's some features that are missing, but keep in mind, it's free. So you, know, you can't right. be too upset about that. And in terms of, you know, the most bang for your buck, I think that's probably where it at. There are other ones. There's one called Capsule CRM that's free that works well with Gmail. I've seen some you know success stories with that. It's up to 250 contacts. And then I've seen a lot of people use their project management system, like a really well-implemented ClickUp or Trello can also serve as a free CRM. So that's true. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not perfect. It's not going to have the email sync. But, you know, if you're a little bit creative about either forwarding rules on your inbox or some zappier, you know, magic behind the scenes, it can really work for you with no with no overhead. I will say, though, that on the topic of free, and I have a post about this from a couple months back, but people ask about free software all the time. And I usually have the conversation, you know, free is great, but is it free as in free beer or free as in free puppy, right? Yeah. Because 
just a very different thing. Free beer is a no-brainer. Free puppy takes a lot of work to take care of, and it might be free, but look at all the time you're spending kind of, you know, filling in the gaps. So most of the time, businesses are really needing a CRM. You know, yes, you can do it without that license cost, you know, for free, but in terms of the time you're spending, is it really free if you're using Trello as a CRM? You know, I beg to differ, right? So right. oftentimes that $15 a month license actually is really worth worth the time, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you don't really know what you need until you kind of dive in. And that's where I've seen a lot of even, you know, diving back and forth between project management. And what we mean, I, I think it's good to kind of break it down to in, in terms of, so the CRM is, we're really tracking your client interactions and project management would be something like Trello, Asana, ClickUp, anything where you're going to track your projects and ongoing tasks. And some of those have crossover with them, with your CRM. And then yes. there's sometimes our internal communication with your teams. And sometimes you use other things like Sarah got me really turned on to Slack, which I was very resistant to, did not want to use Slack. And now I cannot live without it. Isn't that funny yes. that you say that now? <laughs> yes. Which again, I think as your company grows, a lot of the things. So when I first met Sarah, it was really just me and maybe like one other person. And now I have a team of six. As your team grows, your needs change. And so what you thought was absolutely crucial in the beginning is going to change as you grow even as a business without team members or as a business adding team members. And so it's important to have some guidance and some research behind what are the right questions to ask, which is why working with someone like Sarah is so great because not everyone is like me where I'm just a nerd and I want to dive into all of the CRM all the time. But Sarah, I don't know if this audience knows, but she's a little bit of a unicorn. Like I've never met anyone who does CRM matchmaking. Can you explain a little bit more about what that is and how you help people that way? Oh, sure. So again, I don't think I've been called a unicorn, but I love it. Um, so I call it CRM matchmaking. In my global corporate world, we'd call it a needs assessment. <laughs> which is kind of boring. Basically, it's just having a conversation and identifying, you know, where you're at in your business, what your goals are, what your team is like, what other systems are you using? What other systems are you using? Out of a simple conversation, I'm really good at pulling out, all right, you need these four features or else it's not going to be a good fit. Um, and because I do have experience with a broad range of CRMs, you know, done these needs assessments pretty thoroughly, it's really fun to say, great, why don't I save you the research time and and this is the one that you need, you know, and this is the one that you're going to try. And usually it's a pretty good fit. But as you know, businesses change, needs change. Sometimes what works for you on your own doesn't work for a team of 20 anymore, right? I think what's important to know is that when you go from no CRM to a CRM, that's the hard part. Yeah. You know, that's systematizing. That's who are your clients? Can we put together a list? Do we have their emails? Do we have their up-to-date addresses? Some of it's kind of tedious. I'm not going to lie. But once you've done that hard work once, it's so much easier to either move to a different system, to, you know, pull out a list if you need to. It just makes it more transferable. That kind of initial legwork is usually a one-off thing. And especially if you, you know, are smart and you think about integrations and automations, then 
you know, the goal is not to set you up with another tool that you have to go in and you have to update every day and it's tedious and you hate your job now. The goal is to give you something where you go, oh, cool. I don't even have to look up the address anymore because I have it right there (laughs) when I need it because it's coming from whatever, your QuickBooks or your PayPal or whatever system, you know, behind the scenes. And for Um, people who don't know what, like what examples of when we say integrations and automations, can you give some examples of what that might look like for people? Yeah, absolutely. So really good question. One of the biggest features of a CRM is to manage your sales process. So every business has some kind of a sales process. Sometimes it's short and sweet. Sometimes it takes months, but it's that process of maybe having a conversation with someone, maybe having a discovery call, et cetera, et cetera. And the very first step of that process is usually like an online form or something or some kind of a request for information or reaching out to you, whatever, but the form is really common. So anyone who's contacting you on your website and saying, hey, I saw your website looks really interesting can we have a talk? They're a potential client, right? They're a lead. They're someone that you want to be following up with consistently. And so when you integrate a CRM with your website, what you're saying is, well, every time someone fills out the form, I want you to put them in my CRM. I want you to call them, you know, a lead. And I want you to make sure that I have a to-do on my calendar for the next day to go in and answer them, right? So that you don't drop the ball on that kind of incoming communications So that's one example. But then I think what's really interesting is when you start to pull in either payment purchase history, whether it's with your QuickBooks or your PayPal or your Stripe. But what you're doing is essentially saying, if someone purchases from me, I want a record of that to go into my CRM. And once you have that in place, you know, if you're going who's purchased a product or service from me, you can pull a report and you have a full list because it's automatic because it's integrated. Right. Or you can even go deeper and say, well, which of my products are selling the best? Right. Let me look at that. Do all those people have something in common? Oh, how interesting. I hadn't put my finger on it yet, but it looks like the clients who purchase this service are from this industry or from this, you know, whatever it is. Right. But it lets you kind of see trends in a way that you just can't when you're just scanning a PayPal list. Right. Or <laughs> something like that. So. Yeah, so that's right. Pulling in information in a different place. Mm-hmm. Well, and so another example that I use all the time is that saves me three steps. And that is with the program that I use, when somebody wants to find out about my services, I can send them a proposal and attached to that a proposal is the contract and attached to that contract is the deposit invoice. So instead of me creating a proposal and emailing it to them and them saying, okay, that looks good in an email back and then me going, okay, here's the contract, sign the contract and then saying, okay, here's the signed contract and then me going, okay, here's the invoice. It all does it all in one step. So essentially I send them one thing And then they take care of all three steps. What's the greatest part about this is it automatically sends them an email that says, we're all set. Thank you so much. We're ready to go. We'll be contacting you with the next step. So it's like, I don't even have to send them that email. But I think the concept of having what they call workflows and those automations and well, one, it can be very confusing to set up, but two, once it is set up, it's so amazing how much time it can save and how much more professional you can look and how much you are more organized 
without yeah, having to try. Totally. I think workflows, you nailed it. And it's it's kind of back to that sales process. Like, you know, if you think about your business and you think how you go from, you know, interesting person to signed and working on a project, like what are those steps, right? And what what pieces of that can be automated? E-signature is wonderful. Automated billing is wonderful. You know, there's even one that I started doing now for myself, which is really fun. And I started integrating with... Um, a card sending tool called handwritten. And oh. so when I thank a client and I, you know, as part of my workflow, right, is to say, thank you. I'm so excited to be working for you. I have a, you know, one click button to push to send them a handwritten thank you card. And it's, Ooh. you know, $4 and I know it's out there and I don't have to think about it. Right. So in terms of time saving, it's great. In terms of professionalism, it's great too. But also people have a window of opportunity, especially if they're asking you for a quote, right? If you're online, and you're like, oh, I, w- I wonder how much it would cost for this, you know, yard service to come by and do my house. And you ask a quote online. Like, if someone takes three days to get back to you, you're done. Like, you've already booked yes. someone. You've already made that choice. And that automation can really make you competitive with, you know, with the other, you know, people on the market who do have a CRM that's sending them exactly. an automated quote after a click, right? So exactly, yeah, yeah. Depending on your business, it can really drive sales to, to iron that out. Absolutely. Well, Sarah, okay, so I have two questions that I ask everyone that comes on my podcast. So here we go. First question is, in terms of the different softwares and CRMs, what would be your like very best piece of advice that you could give the audience? Like in general, any software. So I would say free trials are your friend. You know, I think there's a lot of hype, a lot of stories. Oh, I use this and it's great for me. Until you try it yourself, <laughs> you're not going to get oh, a feel for so it. Yeah. And, and what works for your friend might not work for you, even if you're in the same exact line of business. You know, I think try it before you buy it for sure. And a lot of the free trials are great. And ask for an extension if you need another two weeks. You know, these people want to make sales. They'll give you another two weeks if you ask them. That's a really good idea. Okay. So here's my other question. And that does not have to be software related or CRM related, but what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Yeah. I mean, I think I have to think of my father who was influential, obviously, and just like the coolest guy in the world. He's been telling me for years and years that you can do anything you put your mind to, anything you put your mind to. And now, I, of course, I find myself saying that to my son, which is funny, but I do think it's good advice. And I think I carried that with me a long way. And I, um, I believe it to be true. If you really put your mind to something, sky is the limit, people. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. And especially if you add a little technology and customer service in there. I love what you do too, Raya. I mean, in terms of customer experience, it's so often overlooked. And I feel like, you know, especially I'm so passionate about CRMs, but, you know, taking the angle of the customer is always a winning strategy. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. This is like my jam. We could talk for hours, but I don't know that everyone would geek out the way that we do. (laughs) But I hope this has been helpful for other people and tell people how they can get a hold of you if they need their own matchmaking done. Absolutely. So I would love to hear from you, sarahkapler.com, S-A-R-A-K-A-P-B-L-E-R.com. And I actually just set up a, do I need a CRM little quiz for you on my 
So if you're not sure, go check it out. No obligation. And of course, of course, I'd love to hear from you. And we will link that too in our show notes so that our audience can get to that easily too. So we'll make sure that you guys have access to that. All right. Well, this has been the Client Experience Revolution with your host, Raya Gonzalez, and our guest, Sarah Kapler. And we hope to see you next time.